uh, I don't want to brag, but this is therapy. Sometimes. In fact, actually, it, I, actually, <laughs> I should be billing your insurance company for the time that we're spending here. Uh, I should be billing your insurance company. The tables haven't turned. No, table's still in the same spot. That's true. If we had yeah. turned, it would have been very difficult. Yeah, and I wouldn't have appreciated it because yeah, there's a lot of dirt underneath. I it. I feel really bad that I even brought it up. Brought what up? How dirty your table is. Oh, <laughs> your table's not. Dirty. Well, I mean, it's a little dirty. No, it's good. You know. It's like, it doesn't look dirty. Well, Is it dirty? Do like, you clean it? Well, it's got rice on it. <laughs> I don't clean it. Well, I mean, the good thing is it's uh, it's April 30th today on our day of recording. It and, is. And um, I'm sorry, summer's almost over, everybody. <laughs> I hope you had a great summer. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Boy, no. the weather was warm. The polar ice caps doth melt. No, 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 no. No? No, we're in... It turns out uh, France was finally conquered. Yeah. It's happened before, though. Yeah. Mm, Boy, too soon. What, what else happened this summer? Yeah. I went to the beach uh, a lot. Yeah, so I was actually at the beach all day, every day. Yeah. I just worked from the beach, um, if you can call it that, beach life, et cetera. So, um, I actually, so a, a few weeks ago, mm. which for you, dear listener, will be months from now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of like negativity going on on these airwaves right no, now. No, no, no negativity. Uh, so, a few weeks ago, we, we published an episode about the Enneagram. Oh, boy. And uh, now, six wait episodes a minute, wait a minute, later. Wait a minute. A few weeks ago, we mentioned the Enneagram. Wasn't it like... No, the whole episode was about the Enneagram. That I mean, was we a few went, weeks ago. We went deep. Yeah. Oh, shoot. That yeah. was recorded so long But ago. it was it's actually one of our most popular episodes. Yeah. It, we recorded it back in January. I mentioned that it would be released sometime in April. And then it turned out that we released it early April. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Did you joke about releasing it in April on the episode? Yeah. And the last oh, episode that we recorded, I was like, yeah, it'll come out in May. It came out yesterday, or no, sorry, last week, and it's basically May. Basically May. Yeah. yeah. So we, our, our track record has not been great. But our prediction record is crazy accurate. Yeah, we're real good at estimates. Yeah, Just estimating not how far out we'll be. Yeah, so this is Point by Point. It's a weekly conversation between J.P. Kamara and Steve Carroll, where we answer life's questions. Yeah, we answer them now. That's right. No more considering. No, nope. we just provide good, straight, solid yeah, answers. Don't worry about it. Ask us anything. Yeah, yeah. We do other things, and and a lot of times now we actually spoil a movie, which is great considering our delay of release. Because it's like, okay, by the time we actually <laughs> spoil Black Panther or the Avengers movie, you know, oh yeah, it'll, let's spoil it'll have been crap out for about Infinity three War. years. Oh man, that's probably not a great idea. Probably, I would We're, murder someone if they told me what happened at yeah, the end of Infinity so, War. Uh, Dear listener, we are not going to talk about Infinity War at all for the rest of this episode. It's definitely going to happen. Sorry about that. By accident. <laughs> yep. And we're just going to blow away that prediction in a dust cloud of we won't disintegrating spoil it, superheroes. But we might talk about it. Yeah, we won't at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, so the episode is about um, the enneagrams of each character in the Infinity War movie. Yeah. Um, so Captain America is definitely... Dies. Wow. Oh, no. No. Oh. I don't know. Maybe he does. Does he die? I don't remember. 
I can't remember either. Yeah, anyways. Well, whatever happens. His Enneagram's a nine. Uh, Actually, what would his Enneagram be? I think they're all the same. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. Probably not. Um, well, you know, I don't actually know enough about the other Enneagrams because <laughs> mine is Enneagram three, the narcissist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, elaborate. Well, you're a five. You understand. Like, let me deeply think about this. Yeah. Uh, so JP just took the, uh, the Enneagram quiz He's, he's classified as a five type. Which, a nine or a five. But you know, a nine or five. You're definitely a not a nine. Uh, nine. A five type, which is the investigator. Um, basically, it's somebody who uh, who more or less loves information, gathers it. That's true. Uses it to make themselves better. And, uh, wait, and a minute, others, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Others around them. Are you just making things up or are you actually reading off some list? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just making things up. Uh, what a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, but no, it's very, very cere- cerebral. Cerebral. That's true. If there's anything to take away from the type five, number yeah. five, uh, it does seem a more cerebral kind of thing, which I guess would line up with me. Yeah. What are the other things about it? Back to you, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, it says uh, people of this personality type essentially fear they don't have enough inner strength to face life. So they tend to withdraw, yes. retreat into the safety and security of the mind, the mind, where they can mentally prepare for their emergence into the world. Fives feel comfortable and at home in the realm of thought. They're generally intelligent, well-read, and thoughtful, and they frequently become experts in the areas that capture their interest. While they're sometimes scientifically oriented, i.e. software engineering, <laughs> especially with the six wing, just as many fives are drawn to the humanities, i.e. creative writing, and it is not at all uncommon for fives to have artistic inclinations, a.k.a. wanting to learn how to draw. Fives are uh. often a bit eccentric. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and that, that wanting to draw is all based on that the investigator. The investigator. I do. I, I. I do think that this, like this, does typify you. Uh, yeah. I mean, definitely. When you read it that way, by describing things, I needed more time to think about it. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, a lot of those. <laughs> I ge- genu- genuinely, yeah. I would have like not done it today, and I've been like, let me read more about this. I don't want to talk about it until I've read more about it. Right. You want to learn more. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's kind of true. Yeah. Uh, not kind of. It's just pretty accurate. The nine saying? has some things too, though. Like, uh, not like not liking conflicts. I definitely don't like conflicts. Yeah, I mean, I think so. One of the one of the things that'll actually help you make a further determination into your type is to look at basically each each type has a corresponding like stress and growth, uh, sort of like personality. I don't know what you call it, but like foils Mm. um, to where like when you're moving toward a point of like integration and more fullness in your life, you Mm -hmm. actually exhibit qualities of your, your sort of like strength. Yeah. And then when you're moving to a place of like disintegration or you're, you're starting to like, you know, depending on your type, but basically like become unhealthy um, or less healthy, you start to move to that type. Uh Um, So, depending like you know if you investigate them for nine and you're like boy these i don't do that at my strength and i don't do that when i'm like not so great yeah 
but I do do these things that are described by the five, it's more likely that you're probably a five. So it's like part of it is like figuring out, okay, what, what most likely is going to be like my base type here. Mm -hmm. And then looking at kind of the, the areas of integration and disintegration for that type to, to better self identify. Interesting. I think I understood that. Yeah. So this says basic fear for a five is being useless, helpless, or incapable. Totally. Mm. Basic desire to be capable and competent. Okay. Well, just sort of the opposite of the other one, I guess. All right. Well, I guess my fears are opposed to the things that I want in life. Great. Enneagram five with a four wing, the iconoclast. I don't know what that means. Um, Yeah. I mean, being useless, helpless, or incapable sounds pretty horrible to me. Yeah. When I see people that don't like serve don't a provide purpose value. or like provide value or like don't really do much with their life it makes me feel very icky mm. examples buddha albert einstein john nash stephen hawking mm. oh, i got some good people in my eloquent lane. all of them eloquent speakers <sighs> okay. wasn't buddha mute like uh, didn't he take like a, a vow of silence for the majority of his life <laughs> Uh, I've never read that. It's possible, oh. but not from anything I've ever read. Cause he also spoke to people a lot. So it would have been difficult. Wow. Just wrote it down. He was like, he just pointing at his book. Like, <laughs> please read this. I got a lot of good stuff in there. That's not my quote. I no. <laughs> All you? the times Buddha's quoted. He was right. taking a vow of silence. If he ever talked out loud, it was only him saying that's not my quote. That's not my quote. Uh, anyways. Okay. Yeah. So let me read a little bit by yours. Yeah. All right. It's not, it's not called the narcissist. No, I was just joking. The achiever focused on the presentation of success to attain validation. Hmm. People of this personality type need to be validated in order to feel worthy. They pursue sex. (laughs) That's not what I meant to say. Uh They they pursue success and want to be admired. They're frequently hardworking. Nope. Competitive. Nope. And are highly focused in the pursuit of goals. Definitely not. Whether Mm. the goal is to be the most successful salesman in the company or the sexiest woman in their social circle? Damn what, right. What the hell kind Damn of right. description is this? That's my goal. I'm going to become the sexiest woman in my social circle. I want to become circle. The, the sexiest salesman in my social circle. Ooh, you can tough. call me JP Alina. With all the sex that I'd be bringing. Um, yep. They're often self-made and usually find some area in which they can excel and thus find the external approbation, approbation which they so desperately need. Threes are socially competent, often extroverted, and sometimes charismatic. They know how to present themselves, are self-confident, practical, and driven. Well, sounds a lot like you. A little bit, right? Good networkers, knows how to ride through the ranks, tend to succeed, often secretly afraid of becoming, being, or becoming losers. Yep. Sure. Loser. Threes can sometimes find intimacy difficult. Mm -hmm. Also, their faces smell yeah that's a word so okay scroll down to the bottom and get to unhealthy levels and read read uh read me level nine from the unhealthy levels and then i'll read your level nine from the unhealthy levels what does that mean so scroll all right so i'm gonna read yours here's uh here's what you do jp seeking oblivion they may commit suicide or have a psychotic break with reality deranged explosively self-destructive with schizophrenic overtones <laughs> generally corresponds to the schizoid avoidant and schizotypal personality disorders huh. that's you that's basically me yeah so i'm looking at your unhealthy levels level nine yeah become vindictive attempting to ruin others happiness relentless obsessive about destroying whatever reminds them of their own shortcomings and failures psychopathic behavior generally corresponds to the narcissistic personality disorder there it is whoa yeah 
Which have you ever done any of the things? I mean, only. I mean, we played Monopoly, didn't we? I mean, at the end of the game, I was so upset that I flipped the board over and threw it across the room and burned my yeah, house down. And then cut me. Yeah. With a knife. Um, All the while, just like, I'm so great. I'm so great. I'm so great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe neither of us have ever made it to a level nine. What about level eight? Get obsessed yet frightened by their threatening ideas. Become horrified, <laughs> delirious, and pray to gross distortions and phobias. Holy crap. All right. Level A for you. Devious and deceptive so that their mistakes and wrongdoings will not be exposed. Mm. Untrustworthy, maliciously betraying or sabotaging people to triumph over them. Delusionally jealous of (laughs) bloodthirst. I'm really enjoying these. All right. You at a seven, just a little more healthy. You become reclusive and isolated from reality, eccentric and nihilistic, (laughs) highly unstable and fearful of aggressions. You reject and repulse others and all social attachments. (laughs) Seems like I'm not doing good for myself. Well, you're getting more healthy at least. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to murder anybody. What is that? That's the dishwasher. Oh, it's like, don't pause me. I need to wash. It's what I need. That's what I do. That's what the dishwasher's do. definitely an unhealthy three. Yeah. <laughs> dishwasher just can't stop focusing on that. So, okay. Yep. That's <laughs> what so we got. What's, uh, Pod talk. Level seven. Fearing failure and humiliation, they can be exploita- exploitative? Exploitative. Uh, yeah, that's right. And opportunistic covetous of the success of others and willing to do whatever it takes to preserve the illusion of their superiority <laughs> oh gosh terrifying cool hitler so at uh you get into level six you begin to take an antagonistic stance toward anything which would interfere with your inner world and personal vision damn man. you become provocative and abrasive well, with intentionally extreme and radical views yeah. cynical and argumentative I'm not there, I guess. Want to impress others with their superiority, constantly promoting themselves, making themselves sound better than they really are, narcissistic with grandiose inflated notions about themselves and their talents, exhibitionistic and seductive, as if saying, look at me, (laughs) arrogance and contempt for others is a defense against feeling jealous of others and their success. Wow. That that one fits you to a T. Yeah, I mean that was level five. That's average. That right? was level six, actually. Oh, that's level. Oh, okay. So we're moving on to level five for you. Increasingly detached as you become involved with complicated ideas or imaginary worlds, you become mm-hmm. preoccupied with your visions and interpretations rather than reality. You're fascinated by offbeat, esoteric subjects, even those involving dark and disturbing elements. Detached mm-hmm. from the practical world, a disembodied mind, although high strung and intense. You know what's funny about that one? What's that? That's not that's not where I'm at. <laughs> However, I feel like if I, I had a different environment growing up, I definitely could have gone in that direction. Yeah. Because I, I always so. liked dark stuff, and I, I do tend to like like alternative types of things. And, alternative music, alternative movies, alternative popcorn. Yeah, or just even like ways of like thinking about stuff. Like I like learning about things that aren't like the typical way. Yeah. You know? Uh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I could have definitely gone down that, uh, number five for you become image conscious, highly concerned with how they are perceived, begin to package themselves according to the expectations of others and what they need to be do to be successful, pragmatic Mm -hmm. and efficient, but also premeditated, losing touch with their own feelings beneath a smooth facade problems with intimacy, credibility, and phoniness emerge. Man. I don't see that. At level four, you begin conceptualizing and fine tuning everything before acting. Mm. working things out in your mind, model building, preparing, practicing, and gathering more resources. Studious, acquiring technique. 
you become specialized and often intellectual, often challenging ways of doing things. Hmm. Hmm. So that's like that's moving closer. So all to of these are moving toward you know the healthy, healthy side levels, of yeah, right? yeah yeah. And I think you know there's always I think there's always going to be aspects or attributes of like the unhealthy side, right? You know, this with, one's within average, health, so, yeah. But you know, you know, as we go up, it starts to become a little bit. Yeah, you start to feel a little more like. I mean, these things, you know, like I guess, you know, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll yeah. Talk yeah. About that. Your level four, highly concerned with their performance, doing their job well, constantly driving self to achieve goals as if self worth depends on it. Terrified of failure, compare self with others in search for status and success. Become careerists, social climbers, invested in exclusive it, ex- exclusivity, 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 and being the best. Yeah. So at a uh, level three, so this is moving into like to a healthy, you know, more healthy place. Here. You attain skillful mastery of whatever interests you. You're excited by knowledge, often becoming an expert in some field, innovative and inventive, producing mm. extremely valuable original work, highly mm. independent, idiosyncratic, and whimsical. Well, whimsical's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they call engineers unicorns. Oh, that's why, that's why they yeah. call startups unicorns. Mm-hmm. Level three, ambitious to improve themselves to be the best they can be, often become outstanding, a human ideal. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, Embodying thank you. widely admired cultural qualities, highly effective. Others are motivated to be like them in some positive way. You observe everything with extraordinary perceptiveness and insight. Most mentally alert, curious, searching intelligence. Nothing escapes your notice, <laughs> foresight, and prediction. Able to concentrate, become engrossed in whatever has caught their attention. Self-assured, energetic, and competent with their high self with high self-esteem, they believe in themselves and their own value. Adaptable, desirable, charming, and gracious. Yeah. So I think most days I'm a two. Yeah. Some days I devolve very quickly into a four or a five. Hmm. Yeah. Like when you get more like anxious about stuff and yeah. yeah. Or just like, um, cause, cause the, the unhealthy levels usually have to do with stress, mm. you know? So like there's only so much that stress kind of pushes you down through the levels. I think at least for me, sure. It's not going to make you a, uh, what was that? Like essentially like Hitler at the end. Um, <laughs> wow. Becoming vindictive, attempting to ruin others, happiness, relentless, obsessive about destroying whatever reminds them of their own shortcomings and failures, psychopathic behavior, <laughs> seeking <Yeah>. oblivion. <laughs> yeah. Basically generally corresponds to narcissistic personality disorder. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's your number one? Or did you just do my number two? I did your number two. So I'm going to give you your number one. You ready? At the best. I'm going to give you number one. Uh, Number one, at your best, become visionaries, broadly comprehending the world while penetrating it profoundly. (laughs) Open-minded, take things in whole in their true context. Make pioneering discoveries and find entirely new ways of doing and perceiving things. Anyways, level yeah. one for you. Self-accepting, interdirected, <laughs> and authentic. Everything they seem to be. Modest and charitable, self-deprecate, self-deprecatory humor, and a fullness of heart emerge. Gentle and benevolent. Man, you're the, mm. the two sides, the one and the nine, are like <clears throat> yeah. a devil and an angel. Yeah. Like. Um, but, I'm definitely never a one, ever. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, but I think, you know, it's like it's at, at your best, right? So, like... You slept well. One day, you've eaten good food. Mm. Like you're, you're, you're ready to to face the world, right? I don't know. Like, 
open-minded, taking things in whole in their true context, making pioneering discoveries and finding entirely think, new ways of doing and perceiving things. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think that the, it's the pioneering thing that I like. puts a lot of pressure on me to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is not necessarily like a pioneering discovery for humanity, but it's something okay. to where. Like I guess you, discoveries for myself. Yeah. I feel discoveries for yourself or yeah. like the work that you're doing or, yeah. you know, things in the world. Whereas mine is basically like the one is you've stopped faking it and have now, and now finally you are making it. It. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like that a little bit. Self-accepting, interdirected, authentic, everything they seem to be modest and charitable. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That one seems attainable. Yeah. I, I think it's <laughs> Mine attainable. feels a lot less attainable. <laughs> no. You, see, but the funny thing is I look at yours and I'm like, yeah, JP's, you know, on most days I think like he like, he, he touches, you know, he reaches and, and <laughs> reaches out to that. I feel I'm, You know? You know what? We're both always reaching for it. Sure. Yeah. I don't think I ever yeah. get there. What's, uh, so look, so let's, uh, let's flip it. Let's, uh, so for me, else's? well, no, no, no. Uh, for me, I know like at my my most like stressed out points or, you know, if I don't, I don't know if, if I'm hitting a point of stress or unpreparedness or whatever, I tend to be like around a four or five, right? Like yeah, yeah. kind of the, the fake it till you make it approach, like put on a good face and, and kind of muscle through it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, I think like that's part of the personality, mm-hmm. right? Like when it, when it hits stress, mm-hmm. like I don't see myself getting to the point of like, you know, the level of unhealth where it's like, I cover up my mistakes so that other people don't see my failure. It's like, that's just not in my... Well, it gets even worse than that. It's almost like you try to get other people to be blamed so that they don't notice your mistakes or something. It's like, that's that's not you at all. That's just not part of, you know, just not part of like my moral compass or personality. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I I think like some of it is, you know, that question of like nature versus nurture, where if like I grew up, if I grew up in an environment where those things were like both allowable tolerated but commended mm. right like had i grown up in a yeah. different home where that be behavior was like, like the the behavior of the achiever right right that actually might be the kind of behavior that i exhibit in the world right but you know thankfully the the home and people around you know that surrounded me growing up were supportive and nurturing in the right kind of ways even right. if you know more often than not it was like i was most rewarded probably being somewhere between like level three and level five, like, Hmm. you know, it's less about doing the thing and more about showing that you're doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Although I guess that's in a way kind of like the education system, right? I think, yeah, some Some, some aspects of it. Yeah. You know, like even just like being forced to do tests and stuff all the time. It's like showing that you're kind of doing the thing, but it doesn't mean it's actually like penetrating you at all. Right. Hmm. uh yeah i don't think i've i don't i don't know if i ever yeah have gone below a five because a six you begin to take an antagonistic stance towards anything which would interfere with their i definitely have gotten to four when you're like conceptualizing fine-tuning like i have to like have everything put together before i Hmm. act on anything especially you know like you said like when i get if i'm stressed out about stuff like I need, I need, I will go over the same thing a thousand times and make sure mm-hmm. it's like utterly the way I want it to be before I send it out. And I still will sit on it after that. Hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. You know what? I was pretty against the Enneagrams and I still am. No. Uh, I think they're kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, these things are fun. I don't, I guess you, like, my only problem with something like this is like, I don't know how much I'm 
reading into this. Well, I guess, but okay, it, there so, are things that definitely matter. So if I had told you mine was yours, like if I had said you're three, yeah, would, could you have read mine and attributed it to yourself? Probably not. Probably yeah. not. That would have been I mean, kind of some, stretch. Some aspects, maybe you know, like. Uh, well, like for you know, for mine, like I think you you dig into things and kind of specialize in them, right? Yeah, I do. I do have a bit of the the investigator in me. Yeah, um, yeah, but I think I think I may be a three with a four wing. Anyways, and go to Udemy and find our course on enneagrams. On enneagrams. Oh, not not enneagrams. Enneagrams. Teddy Teddy grams. Teddy graphs. Yeah. Graphs about teddies. Yeah, I think so. Enneagram with a four wing is typified as the professional, mm. whereas Enneagram three with a two wing is the charmer. Mm. And I can, yeah, you can kind of be both. <clears throat> I can float both. Yeah. Um. So, well, I'm, I'm about uh, to look more into this. Yeah. I'm interested to see what Nicole's is when she does it. Yeah, I am too. Hmm. Kelsey's a solid nine. Yeah. At least that's, you know, how she identified. Oh, I thought you were hitting on her, which is okay. You're her husband. Well, <laughs> although, why don't you just say 10? <laughs> you're right there. You're like, I don't want to make her feel like I'm joking around, but. Yeah. Like I, I'm obligated to because I'm her property. Right. You have to tell her that she looks great. Yeah. Um. So she's a solid nine. Yeah. What's the nine again? Um, I know I'm also like, I'm a five or a nine. Yeah. You're, I don't think you're a nine. There are aspects of the nine. There's aspects of every personality. <laughs> nine is the peacemaker. Yeah. So, like, think think of the thing that describes you more, like, yeah. In, oh, ter- yeah. in terms of just that phrase. It's the peacemaker or the investigator. Like, I think I think like part of this too is asking the question, like, what like bubbles up in the from like the core of your being into yeah, the yeah. rest of your life. I think the only reason I'd be a peacemaker is because conflict makes me very itchy mm. <laughs> i don't like it but could that also be because of your withdrawn nature and wanting to you know yeah figure i don't things like out with before you either you know before you make a decision yeah you know that's true don't jump into things right yeah. some people want to just get into it and it's like woof, have all the, your all the informations down. yeah so the real question is like how did we get to the point where we jumped into the enneagram conversation how do it how do it do how did we get there? Uh, it was well, twenty minutes. Ago. We, we did. We did. We started talking about, um, you know, fans of the show. Fans, and uh, you know, they were uh, they were listening to our podcast and they were taking a road trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. Don't remember where. Don't remember who. But they were listening to it, and uh, <laughs> you're and all numbers to us. <laughs> One, two, a three. A three listeners. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. I was thinking more the owl that chomps the Tootsie Pop. Oh, okay. Yeah. One. But uh, no, they, they like asked pretty strongly. And, and we had more than just them uh, give feedback. This has been, it has been our most popular episode. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Huh. Well, not maybe not in terms. No, listenership and uh, engagement. Yeah, okay. sure. Engagement. Yeah. Scare quotes. But, you know, they were, they were actually genuinely curious about like, what do you think like JP's type is? Like, what's the, uh, you know, what's the deal here? Cause so, you talked about yours last time. I'm trying yeah, to remember. Yeah. We talked about mine a little bit, but we talked about like the concept of the Enneagram yeah. and all that. Um, so, you know, like qu- the question came up. Right. And, uh, so then we talked about it. 
And then we just talked about it. Yeah. And now it's been talked. And it's been talked now. Are you calling someone? No. Hey, buddy. Hey, you are, uh, you're live on the air. This is, uh, this is point by point. <laughs> are you serious? I'm live on point by point? Yeah, you're on the show. Everything that happens on the show is the show. I see. Are we going to be able to hear right. him? He sounds kind of quiet. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Up, He's as loud hey, as he can get. On? Hey. AC. Going good. Hey, so we just talked about uh, JP's Enneagram type, and I decided to to dial you up because you're the resident Enneagram expert. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to see basically um, what you thought, having you know listened to the show for as long as you have <laughs> and known JP as long as you have, if you had any inclinations as to what his type might be wow putting him on the spot didn't expect this when you picked up the phone did you well oh boy um i don't think i do uh if you gave me a couple guesses maybe all right uh let me uh let me list yeah yeah so you're not oh, yeah, like rock solid you're not breaking any ram code by uh <laughs> sharing all right well honestly i don't think i know jp well enough to be able to guess but if you gave me three and okay. one of them was real, maybe I could guess. All right. So we've got uh, one of them is uh, the enthusiast. The enthusiast is busy, fun-loving, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. You've got um, the challenger, powerful, dominating, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Oof. And you have the investigator. Intense, cerebral, perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. My guess is five. Oh, snap. Got it. You're an expert. (laughs) You're an expert. (laughs) Yeah, you win. You you win the point-by-point prize. We're going to send you a t-shirt once we make them someday. Yep. Once your wife designs them. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna say it'll be yeah. It'll say JP the five, and you'll be like, wow, that's not a very good <laughs> five gift out at of all. Nine. <laughs> five out of nine would recommend. Wouldn't recommend. <laughs> Those are great t-shirts ideas, actually. <laughs> <laughs> five out of nine. Five out of nine. What I'm are a, so? What are you? Do you know? Do you know? I was a seven. The enthusiast. You're a six. He's a six. The loyalist. The loyalist. The loyalist. Ah. Yeah. So we're neighbors. Yeah, or we're neighbors. He has a five wing. Oh, yeah. we still got to figure out what JP's wings are. Yeah, they're eagles' wings. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll just laugh uncomfortably now. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, so, so I'm gonna have to listen to this episode. You guys are talking about the Enneagram, huh? Yeah, it'll come out in a few months. Yeah, we got pretty <laughs> deep on it, but <laughs> someday, maybe we'll, we'll. He said we got pretty deep on it, but we uh, we'll oh, we'll send you a preview of uh, of the the earlier part before it airs. Yeah, sneak preview. All right. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for picking up the phone and being a uh, surprise guest. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> All right, see you soon. Be loyal. Right. Bye. Stay loyal. <laughs> uh, that's good. He got you pegged. He did. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, he did. I I threw a curveball in there. You did. Yeah. I think someone could have been confused for me being like the loyal, uh, the, the dominator. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> yeah, the the dominatrix. But yeah. certainly, if you like know me, just being a stupid idiot, you might think I'm an enthusiast. You joke about the dominatrix, but I I am almost willing to bet that Nicole places strongly as that type, the you dominator think so? type potentially. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a good chance that she's or the, she cha- just... the challenger, powerful, dominating, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Oh wait, wait did you did you send her the test or did you send her the list? I sent her the list, and we also included your test results, which I don't know if they okay because she 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 needs the test so she the test can tell her because she thinks she's a six or a seven. So I'm interested. Six being a loyalist, seven being an enthusiast. This is an Enneagram heavy episode. <laughs> this is super heavy. And I mean, there's all sorts of uh, special guests and distractions. Ahoy. Um, I know you took the test on my phone. I did. How do I? It's 14 pages. See, no. Nah, see, you should have sent her the test because she would have been on that like white on rice. She'd be like, she loves personality tests. <clears throat> She's like, am I a turtle or a penguin? <laughs> I'm a penguin, damn it. I'm a, turns out I'm a polar bear. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually going to be doing another personality test soon. Really? It costs money, though. What is it? It's called understandmyself.com. And I don't know what it is, but but my friend Todd, who is a therapist, yeah. told me I should take it. Or he told us both who should take it. Me? Well, me and Nicole. But oh. now you're included, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he He's told like, us both we should Nicole take and I were out with him, and he was like, hey, you guys. JP and Steve should take this test. They need to figure out if they can screw. work well together. <laughs> uh yeah, he said it's supposed to be very good, hmm. insightful, and it's based on science. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I just haven't spent the money on it yet. How much is why. it? It's nine ninety five. It doesn't cost nine hundred ninety five dollars. Nine hundred ninety five dollars. That's crazy. Well, you know, once I used up my Chase Freedom mm-hmm. bonus category, I was like, mm, I don't get points for PayPal anymore. I'm out. Oh man, yeah. That's I was able right. to pay my bad exclusion guy through paypal and so it maxed out my points yeah i love that bad exclusion takes paypal <laughs> how much money did you make off bad exclusion Ugh, 75 75 bucks oh, yeah it was sucks, a lot dude yeah that sucks a lot because uh, um, that means you spent how much well no on him alone. a minimum of how much it wasn't just on him. You had to spend $1,500. Okay. Well, good thing that wasn't all in one place. <laughs> it was not. I also bought my wedding ring. I bought yep. Nicole some MeUndies. You bought her I some of your undies? All stuff. I bought her. I, I modified some of MeUndies, <laughs> and I gave them to her. <laughs> gave her my old pairs of undies, and I made them booty shorts. <laughs> I just put some yeah. spandex in them. Uh, anyways, bat exclusion costs a lot of money. But you know what? Yeah. No more Turns bats. out I had four bats had, living in my siding. You had four bats. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was. He lifted it up, and they were like, ee! and he was like, ah, and he smacked the door or the wall, and yeah. they went flying out. Oh, honestly, if I, I I mentioned it to someone, I was like, oh yeah, he you know he got on a ladder, like smacked my wall, sprayed mm-hmm. some foam in there, and he was like, sounds like you could have done it yourself, and like sounds like I would have died <laughs> because I would have gotten up there, I would have been afraid of heights, I would have fallen off and died. <laughs> Before I even got to the bats, if I got to the bats, yeah. they would have flown at me and I would have died from fright and then my body would just fall limply to the ground. Yeah, from the ladder. Yeah. It, would, it would have been a disaster. So next time you do it, can I hold the ladder? Well, he wasn't on the ladder. Uh, he would get onto the roof. He's uh, a brave man. Well, clearly if he's, if he's scaring the bats away. Yeah, he picked them all up by their necks. Yeah. And he 
everything's good don't worry about oh. it <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah he was uh you know he's he's one of those guys that any anyone who like works with their hands their hands are always huge yeah and huge and like so they look swollen i don't know how they get like the the, so the, what the, the circumference of finger yes. that these men get they have like three times the width of my finger i don't understand yeah it. like sausages yeah like sausage fingers why does it get like that i have no idea I and mean, then when they're old men you, you shake their hand and it's they almost feel like like Loaves full of, of liquid bread. yeah <laughs> they're like squishy almost yeah. I don't, Wait, it must, it must, you, are, is it that their fingers are just super strong? I have no idea. So your, your dad has, uh, has yeah, he has actually, hands. he has bigger hands and he's not a, maybe a it happens as you age. Maybe it's not an outdoorsman thing. Maybe it's just like a, a bigger man thing to where the bigger men, <laughs> their, their hands start to fill with liquid. <laughs> they get, they get seepage. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's like, I have to drink extra water every they, day because no, so much of it goes into my fingers. They call it so- soggy paw. So- <laughs> I got the soggy paw. I got, that oh, definitely Ma, be- I got a case of the soggy paw. Oh, no. We got to drain those things out. You so- got soggy paw. Oh, soggy paw. Soggy paw. Yeah, I don't know how... how I mean, does it happen to women? Like, work women? Uh, that's a good question. You don't see as many, like, car- like I mean, not that they couldn't do it, but you just don't see as many women doing those kinds of jobs. I mean, why jobs. does that even come up? Why couldn't, why do you even bring up that they couldn't do well, it? Well, because I'm going to be like, well, no, a woman's a carpenter. <laughs> we just don't, yeah. I, I've never had a woman carpenter. 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 <laughs> carpenter. I've never had a woman carpenter come to my house to do work. I don't, I don't actually know any, any women carpenters. I know women who do woodworking and can can like yeah can professionally just like crush it sure but not but not that, that i've do ever like had house calls to, for yes. carpentry yeah yeah not that i've ever ever had to come to my house i've never had a woman do work in my house yeah huh well interesting i'm gonna start going through the phone book and and trying to to change the world and when i call them up i'll be like do you have saucy paws is that <laughs> saucy paws <laughs> soggy paws <laughs> uh excuse me sir uh yes yes i do that's my other business yeah yeah saucy paws saucy paws you make different types of sauces it's a chili company for dogs mm. <laughs> saucy paws that's pretty good you got you write that one down yeah that's our, our, spon- our sponsor this week saucy, saucy paws. paws chili for dogs <laughs> yeah. bring the heat well speaking uh, of chili for do- how's uh so i mean we're nearing the end of our time together oh yeah how's that uh, how's your improv group going this time level three level three why does that need to come up? Because the saucy pause? Well, because we just had, I, I think we had like a good yes and moment. That's true. Yeah. Um, it's going great. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm trying to decide if I want to keep going with it only because it's a big time commitment. Yeah, it you is. You know, I was thinking about the other day and like each class, I mean, it's it's actually a great um, value. Yeah. For the amount of time you get out of it and the amount you pay. Uh, Wagehouse.com. It's like $220 a class. It's a great, it's an awesome deal. Yeah. I mean, cause it's yeah. eight classes times three. So, you know, it's 24, 24 hours of classes. Yeah. Um, so, but then it's like, so it's 24, like a minimum of 24 hours of classes. Plus you do two performances, which take up at least like two hours of your time each time. So you're yeah. up to like 28 hours plus like driving between that. Plus you have to go to two performances. So that's another oh. like yeah, four, four hours, four hours of your time. Sure. So you're up to 32 hours. Yeah. Then there's like travel time and stuff. So like, I mean, in an eight week period, you give like, an entire work week of time yeah. to this class. 
Um, and if you were spending all that time on our podcast, think of how much better our podcast would be. We'd have like be. 150 episodes. Yeah, oh, <laughs> half of them you'd record alone. I would just, I'd just be like, Steve can't get together this Wednesday. Hey, yeah, it's funny because over the summer, our episodes were usually on Wednesdays. And then yeah. once I started doing uh, improv, I kicked that out. Um, I am having a great time. I don't, yeah. I have almost no anxiety about it now, which is great. It's amazing. Um, I just kind of have fun with everybody. Um, I still have a little bit of anxiety about shows. Because, you know, get in front of people Makes and stuff. Sense. And, but, I mean, you only have, like, two chances to do a, a good performance, so. Yeah. I mean, technically, I could do, if I could make it to them, they do the improv jams. Oh, yeah. So, they do the shows, and then afterwards, there's a 15-minute, like, mini show. Mm. That, those actually make me a little bit more nervous just because I have to improv with people I don't normally improv with. Yeah. Which is, like, a good thing and, you know, but just kind of like, oh, what if, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm not what used if it to doesn't people. Work? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, no. I don't know. What if My, they go the left place? and I go right? What happens then? What happens then? Well, then you bet. Actually, Bob. it was funny. There was one of our classes recently where someone, um, like, the entire time, like, he, he, the person didn't realize he was doing it. Well, it's a he. Um, didn't realize he was doing it, but, like, during the improv scene. But he was, like, knowing everything, which is to say he was saying no to everything. It was like, they oh, would say something and no. he'd be like, they'd be like, hey, X. And he'd be like, no, why? And it, the entire scene and it was funny because one of our teachers was just like did you realize that the entire scene? it was almost became like a joke in, in itself instead of yes was, and he said yeah. no why every yeah exactly everything or he was like no because it was like no because this no because that it was crazy oh so yeah gosh. you don't want a partner to do that i mean he he's never done that before i don't even know like what happened but he just his mindset was like i'm gonna ignore everything you're saying and make my own choices and it was almost funny in its own right but that that's actually funny in improv when mm. people do it intentionally. Right. Like, he, it became, like, it was kind of funny that he was, like, doing it, but it was also kind of like, oh, okay, I think he's just, I don't know, he's just wigging out or something. Having a bad night. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there's an improv group that, I, that I've seen where literally it's, it's, like, part improv, part, like, act, but one of them is pretending to be just terrible at improv <laughs> the entire time. And I think I told you, maybe told you about it before, but like one pretends to be the dad, one pretends to be the son. The son's an improver. The dad's like just took a class. No, and, why? And most of it's him improving how he wishes his son like spent more time with him and all yep. this stuff. It's, it's hilarious, but that kind of thing is fun. Yeah. Anyways, point is improv's great. That is great. Yeah. It's so hard to say goodbye. It's so hard to say goodbye. All right. Just a little, a uh, little bit of housekeeping. Yeah. You can check us out. You can peep us at pointbypodcast.com. And uh, we include uh, all the show notes there. All the episodes are there. Uh, you can... Uh, I'm shaking my head vigorously. Nodding. And uh, please go on iTunes and uh, give us a five-star rating and write us some kind reviews. That would be great. That would be really good. That would be really um, great. Because that, that really helps us out a lot. Because right now we don't have any kind ratings or five-star reviews. So, Nicole, Adam, Tim... <laughs> Chris, Michael, Gina, Caitlin, Susan, Robert, Bob, Michael, Mike, Matt, if you're listening, Matt, yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you stop. there. Stop what you're doing. You there. I see you. I see you there. Get your hand out of the cookie jar. Get your butt over to the iTunes store and give us a rating. Uh, five Type it with your five butt. stars, please. Type it using your fingers. Maybe wash your hands first, please. Yeah, you're on cookie, cookie crumbs. Yeah, no you got crumbs saucy paws. <laughs> saucy pod boy. Bye, Matt. Bye. <laughs>